0: Welcome
1: ladies and gentlemen to Birmingham, thank you very much for joining us. I know there are lots of people here that are going to want to ask you questions, so I'm going to open the floor to you all straight away. Please feel free to set your hand up and I'll bring the microphone around to you. And I saw one hand go up. You we all look busy inside a giant condom. An <laughs> and you all, you all look like sperm. <laughs> um, um, is, is it a double? double Anyone under
0: 10 that'll be born.
1: No,
2: black, knob Rippler, yeah. or whatever. Uh, a black rippler.
1: Right. black rippler. Oh, black group.
2: Yeah, yeah that's yeah.
1: it. <laughs> I have a question of this under 10 year old person. I'm very good.
3: Um, What was your favourite episode of Red Bull to shoot?
2: And of Tennis,
1: your most embarrassing
2: moment
1: on set? Most
3: embarrassing
0: moments on set. Oh. We could be here on so many. In 10 words or (laughs)
2: less.
0: Chris, you start. Shall I start? Yeah. You're Um, dressed dressed for going first, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm number five today. (laughs) (laughs) According to this, Thunderbird Five. (laughs) <laughs> um, let me think. Uh, sorry, my, the, the, <laughs> the, 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 what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sir, I'll repeat it. Favourite moment. Favourite episode shoot and, and, and most embarrassing
2: moment on set?
0: Well, Red, Red Dwarf is such a, um, such a good series. I've enjoyed doing Red Dwarf so much that it's very difficult to pick one episode. It's sometimes easier to pick your, my least favourite <laughs> episode. But I won't do that. I'll pick um, one of the favourites, which has to be Dimension Jump, um, which was the first time that uh, Ace Rimmer, with an amazing wig, um, met Smeghead Rimmer, who I affectionately called him. Um, and it was just the juxtaposition of the, of the two Rimmers together that, that, that made it so so much fun, really. Um, most embarrassing moment? Ooh. Well, no. I, I, again, I... I well, Ripper, Ripperty is an embarrassment, isn't he? It's just one of seven, and ten series of being embarrassed as Arnold as Jay. Yeah, that's not the job. Um, no, but no, it's... When you've played Ripper for as long as I have, it's very difficult to get embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> but what about when you were spoiled and wearing... A big oh! He was wearing a big hat and he was a of paper. What's that? You cried on that. that was
3: your favorite.
0: That was one of my favorite yeah, moments, well, yeah. yeah. Well, although it was a sawdusty set. Yes. So, actually, a lot of that... Johnson's baby did get a bit impregnated with sawdust and that well, wasn't as sexy as it kind of looked yeah. um, but no that, that was a good moment. That was a very good moment, which I would have quite happily let happened for many, many hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, my my favourite probably is
2: Dimension Jump. It's probably when we was someone else. Dimension so jump and polymorph when um, <laughs> when he advocates a strong poster campaign. I think that's my favourite bit. I love that bit. Um, just think of me as a facilitator. I mean, think of you as something but it wasn't a facilitator. So um, um embarrassing one is probably just probably the longest line I had was also in Dimension Jump, where it went on and on and on and that and the what's the name was falling off the furry dice. And I kept saying, cuddly dice, and I
1: think I did it six times. And then I just, I just walked off and said, oh, you can do that with an Because <laughs> that was, like, getting embarrassed anyway. <laughs> Oh. Um, uh, thanks to a chronic lack of memory, I can only remember uh, uh, back as far as series 10. And I have to say that Lemons, I think Lemons was my favourite episode of that series, Um partly because it smelt so nice in the set uh, because it was full of the market scene in Lemons was full of lovely spices and herbs herbs, herbs, herbs and spices uh, so that smelled nice and I loved uh, doing the, the whole sequence with when we met Jesus and the bag and uh, all that stuff and the flat pack um, was so annoying because I then put together a flat pack uh, wardrobe a couple of months later and it just doesn't look like it does on the picture and none of the doors open um, but so, uh, an embarrassing moments, there's just been so many hundreds of embarrassing moments for me where part of my script was stuck to Dan's face or the back of Craig's head or Chris was holding it discreetly out of camera shot because I couldn't remember the lines and uh, all that stuff. So there's, uh, there are acres of embarrassing moments every episode for me. Oh, God,
0: embarrassing moments. I you cannot embarrass a cat then. The you thing. can if he's got a line called Blackwood Mobler. Oh yeah, Blackwood Mobler. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I do remember that. Yes. yes. Okay, yes. I was inconsolable. <laughs> <laughs> I had the biggest of the
1: day. screwed it right up. <laughs> Actually, so, well, the, the scene I think just quickly the scene that you and I did yes. in, in series 11, uh, series ten Co- coincidence. Well the coincidence sequence. Danny and I looked at each other, we, we actually failed at the last hurdle because we were looking at each other so amazed that, that we, we got through it. the scene and we were going we well, done
0: it right! <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> yeah, blew it! <laughs> and then it It went paycheck place yet after yeah. that, no,
1: right, right, right. But, um, uh, uh, Gunman of the Apocalypse was my favourite film, oh, yeah. that was
0: crazy. That was crazy. Yeah. sure that was a terrible moment for me in Gunman of the Apocalypse. Right at the end, we, we, we sort of did the ride through town. And it was I up to that point, quite a docile horse. And now Danny, who's a, an excellent a horseman, uh, suddenly went, uh, as we set off, suddenly went,
3: yee
0: <laughs> My horse took off! Like to a super a And um, thank God for the landing. who yeah. so we got under control. I was thinking, where's the brakes. bricks? <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a yeah, no a scary moment. Okay,
3: yep. so, um, am think about it. I think um, my favorite episodes. I love quarantine, I wasn't in it, but I loved quarantine, um, my favorite one that I was in was Duck Soup, um, oh Duck I, Soup, and, yeah, that was my favorite one that I was in, um, um, with the, the pipes, do you remember, this the pipes, the pipes, and there's a bit of that when I'm saying nariz, <laughs> and, and I was doing it with you, and I was getting all the words wrong, and you were laughing, you were laughing a lot, and he wasn't even shot, so it was just closer <laughs> to me, and I was um, embarrassing moment I think I think I think there there are there are a lot there were a lot. I think the red outfit on the first day yeah, was quite oh, oh, yeah. it was quite mm. hot making. There was an episode when I had to have a saucepan on my head. I didn't actually get the backstory behind that, but there I was just his costume here probably sit in the wheelchair, and he's down here. Lunch and then sit I got the saucepan. On um I think that was that was hard. Um God oh, yeah, there are a lot. Embarrassing
2: notes, he, I think, uh, yeah, I think, I think the red oh. outfit was, was way up there, with embarrassing notes. And of course, kissing Craig, over
0: and yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, yeah, interestingly, you didn't say kissing Craig. No, I love kissing Craig.
1: <laughs> that was one of the high notes. I've got something kissing Craig. kissing Craig, yeah. Quite a kisser. So, <laughs> if you'd like to answer the next question, please. Wow. <laughs> Please do keep your
0: hands up because everything not get to cook it. Sorry, press people. sorry. we uh, you know Lister's a bit of a slob, but out of the five of you, who is the biggest slob? Me. <laughs>
1: uh, I think, to be fair to all, all of us and Craig, he yeah. is slightly yes. more on the slob side. He's higher mm. on the slob meter than anyone mm. But he does it with love and affection and charm. But yeah, he has been known to sort of, you know, stub out a cigarette in his tea and then have another sip of it. <laughs> or in your tea. Oh yeah, or he puts it in my tea and doesn't tell me.
2: Or <laughs> lick his plate.
1: He licks his plate, yeah. Break break, yeah his in play restaurants, play. I've seen that.
2: <laughs>
1: he has, when we go out, when I'm out for a curry with break, he's had the, the hottest curry they do and they bring him a special sauce to add to it, to yeah. give it a bit of pep. Unbelievable! And if you spilt a bit of that on your bonnet, it wouldn't just take the paint off, it would go right through. Yeah. incredible
3: <sighs> There was a time yeah. when Danny lost his teeth. Do you remember it? In, yeah. In the Danny lost break. his uh, teeth no, in a, lunch yeah. the lunch break. No, It was in the lunch break. It was in the tea break, and the tea break, straight. So they come and they bring you... The
0: platters of fruit. platters
3: of fruit sandwiches, fruit, Battenberg
0: cake oh, Battenberg. Yeah. I, I don't need to add one here. It's the
3: nickname cherry bakers that worked. So Danny I was goes... I like, grapes. <laughs> were you?
0: No, I was eating grapes, and, got these
3: and the pips, I
1: was holding the pips, you know, I took the teeth out.
3: Which and cost so a fortune, these teeth cost hand,
1: of course cost we couldn't you. find the teeth, so we had to go back to work. No, no, so no, everybody in Shackerton were looking for these teeth. I have given
3: them sandwiches. And
1: someone found them in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, we have a question in the bin from Gemma. Um, who do you think is most like your character? Which of you do you think is most like your, your character? character in the Ooh. I think that's probably even Stevens, isn't it? I think it's kind of yeah. I think there is there are aspects of our own characters yes. in, in the characters we play that that have been sort of woven in. Yeah, yes. in the early days, well, no, obviously not Chris. Chris is nothing Chris like. Is him. Him. Nothing uh, like. I was going to say, any
0: attentive. <laughs> that's um, <laughs> not me. It can never be me. Um, <laughs> I, I think I think um, you know Robert's right. There's elements uh, in all of our characters well bring it through the reality but um, it, it doesn't help that Doug and uh, Robbie to sort of study us sort all of day yeah. yeah, what, it is. if we were having a conversation you'd mm-hmm. turn around and the two of them would
1: just be looking okay,
0: at you yeah we could use that yeah Yeah. Dale, do, yeah. yeah it
1: goes, right there's another
0: episode I'm sure they used to create an argument amongst us on the set in rehearsal and then use the dialogue yeah, yes. I, mean, yeah I remember what's exactly. like series five or six you know when we were everyone was just mucking about With no rehearsal at all, and I said, "For God's sake, why can't we just be more professional?" Yeah, and that that (laughs) was Was (laughs) in the show. Great, you know. So um, we're building for a bit of money. Yes. It never happened in real life. It was
2: just
3: in the show. (laughs) Question (laughs) towards the young lady here. Hi. What was it like? Like you know. Working with
1: Craig Charles, like, what was the most funniest moment with working with him? Every
3: time he went home.
1: <laughs> I mean I think the the, the one of the, the joys of working on Red Dwarf is the is the, the you know, the, the humour that exists within us that's not in the script, so when we're rehearsing when we're shooting stuff that we keep each other going. There's a sort of trench humour that we keep going. It is quite a tough show to make, and that's not just <coughs> us saying it. That all the crews that have ever worked on Red Dwarf always say it's the hardest show they work on. If you think of like an average sitcom with a living room scene with a sofa and a telly and a pot plant and a door that opens and someone has to come in and say something funny or whatever. But in Red Dwarf, the, 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 you have to walk through the door that has to go at the right time, which it never does. And yeah. then there's an explosion that never goes off at the right time. It goes off at the beginning, not at the end. And then, you know, all those, there's so many aspects of it that can go wrong. And that stuff, the way we get through that is by, is by humour, I guess, and Craig is extremely good at that. Yeah. As you we recently witnessed for a very short period, <laughs> if you've been watching uh, on a celebrity, uh, very sadly he had to withdraw, but, you know, he's just got, I mean, yeah. when, he, when the woman yeah. who had issues, the blonde the woman Gemma. from Essex, Gemma, and she said, will you miss me Craig? And he said, yeah love, like a hole in the yeah, head. <laughs> and then she said, Should we play leapfrog?" No! Was that, like, was that the woman that
3: had all the cockroaches and the spinning thing
1: last night? No, no. Oh, right. I see I've watched it since Craig's that? Kendra!
3: That? Hey, Kendra, that's right.
1: No, yeah, this worked. Gemma, I don't know, no. I don't no. want no. Gemma. James. I've only watched
3: <laughs> it Yeah.
1: Yeah, but So, yeah, no, he's very funny to work with, and uh, my most abiding memory from series 10 is of being on all fours on Shepparton High Street, because I couldn't walk because I was laughing so much because Craig had just told the most coruscatingly offensive, sexist, <laughs> racist, homophobic joke I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. It was wrong, it, it was disgusting, he should be... He can't beat it. I can't begin to, no, I, I mean, I can't, honestly can't remember, but it was, I was so shocked, and he was just it. chucking away.
0: What was coruscating mean? Yeah. It
1: means that it, it's like rust. It's like rust on a chassis. It gets oh. into it and destroys it. Wow.
0: He's an author,
1: you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know six whole words. That's the game's word. And uses in is the in part of his novel. I invite I believe Chorus Leeson has appeared in Red Wharf. In the, in one of the, I think it was a way of a youth.
0: Which character?
1: they
2: listening to your conversation?
1: I might have been. Gandy. Could
2: have been Gandhi. Could have been Gandhi.
1: Gandhi.
2: Gandhi could not walk and talk at the same time. Yeah. What, the not the, not not the no, no, not Gandhi. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not not Gandhi. Yeah. Not your actual
1: Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> not Gandhi. Someone with a hand up there. Any other question here? Um. Listen to Chris Barry. Could you do your famous salute, please? Hold on, hold on. Is that, is that a, a
0: single barrel or a double barrel? Oh. Double barrel, Chris. Well, did you know that double barrel actually means six? Woo! <laughs> 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 uh, okay. Oh. Okay. I'm getting ready.
1: Hang on. <laughs> hold
0: on. This is where I'm going to be quick before people you know, hit the shutter button at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. It's still funny. <laughs> 26. It's still funny. I mean, have a question, for gentlemen. Hi guys. Hi. Um, this is kind of a personal question, oh. and I felt that I should ask it because I'm sure a lot of people would like to know. Um, no. In, <laughs> due to recent events, have any of you heard from Craig and how is he? No. No, 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 uh, I, I told you, I answered the question, I knew it was coming. I've <laughs> we we tried to call him, I think, you know, a few people
1: have, yeah. like, but I mean, the well, phone I've, must be on fire by now. You I, know. I've sent him a text, but I mean, he knows, he knows where we are, he yeah. knows we're, we're there for him if he wants to get in touch with us. I mean, he's with his family now, as far as we know, um, you know, and in fact, we've all met Emil, uh, Craig's younger brother, who was in, yeah. in Red Wharf, he was a lovely lad. Well, he's now, yeah. he was a lovely lad, uh, 20, 20, years ah. He's now a lovely, fully grown, mature man. But we never met Dean. We never met Dean, no, no one has ever met Dean. No, and I've heard a lot about him. He yes. sounded like an amazing man, it's very tragic. He, he, uh, he, he, he had a bar
0: in Spain called Lissa.
1: Yes, yeah. Yeah. I've had a tweet this morning from someone who used to go to that bar all the time and said he was the loveliest bloke of man, and all that stuff. So it's very sad. So, yeah, I mean, we, get, we don't know any more than that.
0: And we have a question that just goes in the back. Uh, so question to Chris. Uh, Chris, um, is there a little bit of Britus in Rimmer, or is there quite a lot of Rimmer in Britus? <laughs> <laughs> no, interesting question. Um, I think one of the things about Britus, he was told that he was brilliant at everything. So that gave him a sort, of, a sort of unbreakable confidence, which is why when the leisure centre kind of burnt down the previous week, he came back Again, bouncing through the centre, always pleased to get on with new projects, new, new advice to new people, all the time. Whereas, of course, Rimmer is told that he was crap and useless at everything. And that makes him even more about life generally. Um, so, on the face of it, you'd think there could be a little bit of each other in there, but... Um, you know, they're actually quite different in that respect. I and mean, of course, well, Brynner's probably came from a much more, what I call sort of white-collar, maybe working class, made good background, whereas Brynner came from middle-class in the background. You know, all his brothers went on to be um, test pilots and the like, and he failed visibly. Um, so yeah, there's, there's actually lots of differences there. Um, but together, they've allowed me to corner the marketing in <laughs> I hope that answers the
2: question. Good question, though. Good question. And we
1: have a question here from Deadpool. Hi. Uh, Quick question. Will we get another song and dance show? As in uh, Tom Tai and the Munchkin song. Yeah. I think we should open the the new series with one, I think. Uh, uh, Like, you know, like Family Guy. (laughs) the best opening on telly. Yeah. A long way. We should, do, we should do a version like that, I think. Because uh, singing and dancing comes naturally to... Can you to, imagine driving like that? Yeah. Chris and I oh, yeah. he has to struggle, He's got, he has more trouble, you know, yeah. you know getting the, the moves and singing in tune and all that stuff. But we can do it. We're natural. We have time for one, yeah. one more question yeah. from this
0: gentleman here. My question is, if you have to start all over again, but a different character, Which of the other characters would you pick to be? Well, yeah, this is a question that I have, uh, we've all probably had to answer in the past. Um, As a character, probably Crichton, but I, sort of the baggage that Bobby does so brilliantly well, not just as a character, but wearing the, you know, the, the rubber. And, and, and the lines, you know, he's yeah. sort of very harsh on himself about learning lines but he does get it's some worse. very difficult, you know, long winded numbers and space core directors, I know Grimmer gets some of that as well but nothing like as much as Bob Crichton does, so as a character certainly Crichton um, then you're right, you know, let's take the whole thing as it is uh, a lot of rubber, a lot of line learning so Lister as well I've had a go at, um, I could never have approach the moves that Danny brings to the cat, <laughs> a dog, I can play a dog, but the not a cat. Um, so, so yeah, it would probably a close run thing between Brighton and Lisa.
2: Um I suppose I would have been the male Holly, then I would have had a sex change. <laughs> I
1: think I'm going to say Holly, because I quite no. fancy wearing a, a black polo neck and sitting in a box. And, then, and being far enough away so Craig couldn't set fire to my script. <laughs> With an auto cue, that well, one. No, I that can it. have an auto But I, I want one. I demand. I want auto cue, and I just pop in at the last minute. But if you can do
2: Brighton, you can
1: do Bali without an auto cue, so yeah. <laughs> I'd like to play Craig. Oh.
2: Yeah.
1: Actually, we
0: should say they should do one where they well, all they, they, have an identity. They, there was a, a, a show. Yeah. It was talked about, where we, we all became... mechanoids, um, uh, and Robert became human. So that, yeah.
1: There was a moment uh, where during se- the recording of Series 10 when uh, uh, I was outside in the car park, cooling off, and Craig and Dan came out with uh, some spare Crichton masks on, coloured to suit them. <laughs> I actually have it on the phone. Yeah, and Danny was, was being a West Indian, West Indian crime. Oh, uh, West Indian and very bitter. Bitter and twisted, bitter, West, Indian twisted. West Indian crime. You kept supporting crime. <laughs> I cannot tell you how confusing it was to yeah. How about I was like, are
2: you mechanites coming over here taking our women? <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and Doug nearly wet himself. Yeah. He ran into the <laughs> office, <laughs> <being> room <great.
3: laughs> Go I was gonna say Holly Sue actually, because that that looked like I was gonna say easy, it's not easy. It? That's quite offensive to say easy. No, that's sorry, that's not <laughs> um but but um, so I think um this sir I think there's a great appeal there because he's um, he's kind of I'm such a girl, he's kind of vulnerable and I mean, I, I'm just gonna go for that. Um, but the problem is as, as we said before, Doug has written all of these characters loosely based on our characteristics. So they're sort of so totally entrenched. I mean, Roberts is Poison, and uh, Chris is Poison. You know. <laughs> they just are. Right? Just are. Uh, and Danny, you know, it's Danny says
1: he's kind of
3: uh, uh, No, black. it's true, it's true. It they're true. very observable. And, and me, and me too,
1: because so they were elements of Kachansky, um, me and Kachansky. Definitely.
3: Definitely. I mean, what was your pony called, Tony? Trumper. Oh, Trumper. <laughs>
1: Trumper. Trumper. <laughs> I could call have called Trumper. Very <laughs> yeah, yeah. um, So, yeah, I think Gabe Leicester or, or Holly. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is all the time we have today here in the boiling pot marshmallow. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, um, please give me a massive round of applause on so Redhall to
3: panel today. <laughs> Holly Bell, all the way. Harry and Chris Barry.
1: we'll be
0: standing all day today, so if you and I have the time to say that Robert, Robert Llewellyn's got a wonderful trilogy of books that are completely blocking all the light off of my table. <laughs>